this is Sam, and you're listening to Strangely Enough. Today, we are talking about vampires. Ooh. Finally. <laughs> um, I feel like we put off this topic for a while because it is hefty. There's so much more than I think that either of us thought there would be. Yep. As far as, like, how far back it goes with, like, the lore and the mythology of it, how vast it's become since then, why people were accused of being vampires, all this crazy stuff. So we're going to, like, dip into it. Potentially might be a part two. There's just a lot. So there's, like, centuries and centuries (laughs) and, and civilizations worth of lore to cover in addition to like contemporary times. So yeah. yeah. And lots of like specific antidotes, I feel like. Mm. Like a lot of specific people in history, like Elizabeth Bathory and right. and Mercy Brown. And Vlad the Impaler. Yep. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about all all of that. Um as concisely as we are ever able to talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so what, where'd your research lead you, Sam? So I kind of got a few little tidbits from different places. I usually always start at Wikipedia or history.com. Um, and so just from perusing those sites, what I found is that um, they've appeared since the ancient Greek times and not like ooh, I flew in as a bat, I'm here and now I'm a vampire. But, like, the idea of what a vampire is has been around since those times, if not before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where it seems like it all started. But um, Amelia and I were talking a little bit earlier before recording, and honestly, it's just, like, every single culture and time era, the combination of the two, like, Everyone has their own version of what a vampire is or why they are a vampire. Um, So it definitely could have had the potential to start even before then. That's what makes me low-key think it's real because it's like, (laughs) which I guess to say that, because I was equating it when we were talking earlier to like, well, every culture has a Santa Claus or like some iteration of that. But most cultures also have a deity, like a god. So... I don't know. I'm not saying anything's real or fake. I'm not offending anybody. Nothing's real. But, like, probably because I love vampires as a concept, I want to believe they're real. Same. And it's different from – I feel like it's different than witches because witches are real in practice. Yeah. Like, when we did our witchcraft episode, like, there are practicing witches out there Mm -hmm. who use, like, the natural earth and and elements and – use that to their benefit and find power in that. Right. Which, of course, is very different than the, like, hocusy-pocusy, like, ooh, I'm going to wear my hat and, yeah, yeah, jump on a broom. (laughs) So it is different in that way that, like, I I really don't see that (laughs) someone becoming a vampire um, because they fell in love with some sparkly dude and I mean ended up getting bitten by by him. A girl can dream. <laughs> Didn't we all? I circa just, 2007. You're saying it past tense. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, if you're out there, I have a hall pass for you. And if my mom is listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he is just a beautiful specimen. And um, yeah, Twilight was 
a cultural thing. It was it happened. It was a phenomena. Yep. Phenomenon. Yeah. One singular <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> Um, I feel like we need to like do a rewatch of those movies and like record a a bonus episode with our reaction because I feel very differently about Twilight than I did when I was. That's what I'm afraid of. Baby Sam. I'm afraid that adult Amelia will watch it and be like, he's toxic. This is problematic and not healthy. (laughs) I want you to be able to set boundaries for yourself. What the hell, Bella? But and then it'll ruin the illusion. But yeah, no, well, it's up I'm, to you. We we'll, can talk we'll, about we'll it. Say, we'll talk about it. We love Twilight. It's just for research. Yes, for <laughs> research for research purposes. Yes. Um. But that aside, the first cultural phenomenon that was documented, I think, as far as fiction goes, was Dracula. Mm. Um, written by Bram Stoker. Published in 1897. A classic. That was another big phase of people being really into vampires and, like, getting crazy about it. Um, And I didn't look this up, but I wonder if, like, the story of Dracula influenced the silent movie of Nosferatu. Oh. Because didn't that come out in the 1920s? I know it was a silent film? Yeah. Yeah, it's a silent film. So, yeah, I would bet. Um, we're we going to see that. Who may- we are. We're, we're going to see, see that, that in October <laughs> at a theater, an old timey theater. I'm very excited. Um, so say hi to us if you see us there. Yeah. If the episode comes the out Rex before that, theater in what Manchester up? sometime in October. <laughs> um, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say um something I found out in my research that I didn't realize is Bram Stoker is from Ireland. He's Irish. Oh, really? And so there's like a whole like separate lore like. There are a couple of fae creatures that originated allegedly from Ireland in that same time that they're fairies, but like they have the tendencies of vampires. Oh, so, so they're like, like vampire fairies. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That's so, fucking badass. When I think of vampires, I always think of like, ooh, Transylvania <laughs> and like Eastern Europe. So to see that someone who, I mean, but actually, Bram Stoker's like one of the Tinkerbell's key. gonna come over and bite your ass. Exactly. <laughs> she, yes. Yes. Her attitude makes sense now. It does. It checks out. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was crazy. I didn't realize he was from Ireland. I don't know why. I didn't, I didn't know that either. I just assumed he was like from like Belarus or Russia or something. I don't I know. I mean, probably because. Vampires. Probably because <laughs> of Vlad the Impaler. That, yep. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of in that general area, I think. Romania, yeah, Russia, yep, Eastern Slavic. Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a real person in the 1400s. So he was on again, off again, ruler um, of a city or a town in Romania. And the reason that a lot of people think that Bram Stoker brought influence from him when he wrote Dracula was because as he was fighting off the Ottoman Empire, he allegedly killed his enemies with a a wooden stake Mm. to the chest. And after they died, or maybe while they were dying, I don't know, (laughs) apparently he would dip his bread in their blood and eat it. 
it's very Olive Garden of him. Mm-hmm. We just love a little <laughs> bit of spice with our bread. We love a bread and oil before a meal. <laughs> so this is all alleged. You know, it was the 1400s. Who can say? Documentation was not solid. <laughs> um, but there is a Dracula expert named Elizabeth Miller who says there's no correlation. But I mean, really, who's to say? Because Mr. Stoker here wrote that book in 1897. It's 2021. I, mm, I'm going to gamble and say she probably didn't know that man. Yeah, she probably didn't know the 1400s who were Vlad the Impaler. Oh, I was talking about oh, Bram Stoker. Oh, my God. Goodbye. I'll see you never. See you on the next God. plane. It's been real. Uh, yeah. oh, no, that's, she wouldn't have known either of them. So, like, I think that's safe to say. Who can say? Yeah. You know, I but mean. We respect your, what your expertise, Elizabeth. And, you know, good for you, girl. Yeah. I'm happy that you were able to make a life that you loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that whole like base lore of vampirism. Mm-hmm. Um, it also thrived in the Middle Ages for a different reason mm. during the plague. No, we, <laughs> because, no, yeah, damn it. Because humans can never just take illness <laughs> at face value and be like, people are sick. No, people are sick because some other weird shit is happening. Satan because Satan wants something. Because of Satan, because of witches, put a spell on you. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently we can never just take illness at face value, even in the, the day of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> PC, post-COVID. But, except not quite post yet. But it's not. It's but not. it's mm. Anyway, illness. Of course, it couldn't just be illness. This meant you were a vampire. Specifically, if you had these, like, little bleeding lesions on your mouth, which was pretty common Ooh. for the plague. Well, that sounds... Also, like, syphilis. <laughs> Hello, Henry VIII. Hello. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> um, yeah, so not pleasant. And then there's also this disorder... Or disease called I am gonna butcher this. Ooh, fun. Porphyria. Porphyria? Porphyria. Where P O R. Porphyria? Yeah, sure. Okay. A blood disorder that can cause severe blisters on your skin when it's exposed to the oh, sunlight. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So that's like I, mean, I can see that being a big like oh, you're a vampire, you can't come out in the sun, mm-hmm. except you bleed and get blisters instead of being pretty. Right. So that Which sounds... we know every woman was super pretty. Gorgeous. Definitely not balding from <laughs> the wig wearing and the syphilis and merkins were. And the disease. Definitely not needed so that people seemed healthy by having fake pubic hair. Did you know that was a thing? What? That's the origin of the merkin. A merkin is a wig for your vagina, for your pubic area. What? Yeah, so people, the market started for them because when people had syphilis and other STIs, like back in this time frame, especially sex workers at the time were predisposed to that sort of stuff just based on their line of work and what was available for protection at the time, which was like nothing. Nothing. (laughs) So if people would get an STI and that's one of the side effects is like hair loss, um, so Merkins were created so that people could purchase wigs for their pubic mounds so that oh. they seemed healthy. Yep. Wow. 
the more you know. There's a sex museum <laughs> in Provincetown. Oh my I, god, I really want to go there. It's really great. But they, they have um <clears throat> they have a whole like walkway of like it's it's called a museum, but it's really like a sex shop with like the entryway oh, having like okay. historical artifacts in pretty intense like casings. And they have one of the like first documented Merkins or something from From the US. this time period? From the US though. Oh, from the US. So it's like still it's from here. But it makes sense. It's P Town. That's like where all the fucking pilgrims were. Yeah. They got they got the Merkins. Look at them thinking they're all pious and yeah, shit. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So that was I mean, illness, <laughs> like most things, was to blame for vampirism. That's right. Um I'm surprised there's not a woman in there that's just like outright blamed. Isn't for the whole, that, whole isn't thing. that kind of funny though? Like, don't you for some reason associate vampires being more masculine and witches being more feminine like is that just the capitalist agenda that's been fed to us (laughs) maybe maybe because okay so what's interesting is yes i do and in my research though i found a i think it's considered like a myth at this point if not just like not very well documented history but allegedly in the garden of eden Oh. There was Adam, Eve, yeah. and Lilith. Lilith. And Lilith didn't want Adam as a lover or as like a partner, whatever the whatever the rules were at that time. She wanted instead to, she was like a career woman. She was like, no, yeah. I want my own thing. So she became like the mistress of demons. Yeah, the queen of hell or something exactly. like that. I just um, finished so she's watching The be- Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, so you're all on part Miss Lilith. And I'm just, yes. <laughs> and I, that's, I can only see her face. I love that woman. I want to look wow. like her when I get older. <laughs> I'm over here like, how do I make myself look like the actress who plays Sabrina? Because her fucking <laughs> outfits are bomb. Her outfits are A+. plus. Anyway, sorry. No, that's fine. So, but I didn't know what Lilith was, actually like. Yeah, she's alleged to be one of the first vampires because it was thought that like she was the mistress of hell and like oversaw demons. Mm-hmm. She was like their team lead, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Millennial culture <laughs> synergy, and um, yeah, she would hunt expectant mothers. Oh, shit. That were in labor and, like, watch over them and then wait until they gave birth and eat the newborns and suck the blood from the new moms because she was just so unreasonable that she – Adam was such a catch (laughs) and she didn't want him and she must be crazy, so she'd do some shit like that. But, yeah, I was reading about um, her being that that creature and that that occurring. There was also a a myth that I was reading about that, like – Lilith was Lilu in Greece. Like oh. they called her Lilu. Okay. Which like, did you ever shop at Pack Sun when you were in middle school? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Those. What was the jeans that oh, everyone had to have? I can't remember the brand. Were they Tilly? No. That's, no, that's a that's shop. The, the new Pack Sun. That's the new Pack Sun. Even though Pack Sun. I guess you know what I'm talking about though yes I do because I had all of them yeah okay (laughs) but anyway in Paxson and I don't know if they still make it but one of my favorite perfumes in middle school was called Lilu and it was like a like jasmine lavender smelling fragrance they sold and it was spelled L-I-L-U was Noli what what is that? The green bottle, green circle <gasps> bottle. Yeah. Okay. So mine go-to. was the tall, skinny one with a little purple, like flower oh, stopper. Oh. Okay. It. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, in Greece, it, her name was Lilu, and it was 
thought that she was a forbidden lover of Zeus and Hera found out and killed all her kids or something. Yeah, she Hera just went full like <coughs> lemonade times 20 and killed all of Lilu's kids. Maybe we get back to vampires now. Vampires are important yeah, and why we're here. Um, I didn't know that about Lilith, though. Yeah. That was, um, like, I guess I kind of knew. Yeah. I just never, like, really dug deep into it, and now I want to even more because she's also, like, the poster person for, like, big feminist movements. Right. Right? Like, the Lilith fair. Yeah. Because because she was like, like, go fuck yourself. I don't need anybody. Keep your fucking ribs. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, we love to see it. <laughs> I don't even know how we got here to Lilith. Uh, oh, Lilu. Mm, yeah. Well, Reese. it was Lilith and then Lilu. We were talking about Merkins. I'm let sorry. Me tell I you, way off. Yes. Okay. Let me tell you, though, of what happened when they suspected you were a vampire. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's what happened. If you were already dead and they were like, that bitch is dead because she's a vampire, they would stick – did I already say this? I don't think so, no. They would stick a wooden stake in your heart. Okay. In the corpse's body. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's – Already dead. So we're – yeah. corpse. Okay, <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Breaking a law of laws already. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the few laws I agree with. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Um, let's redo most of the system, except maybe we don't fuck around with people's corpses. Dead. Yeah. I mean, that seems reasonable seems to me. Fair. Um, the other thing that they would do is they would also maybe decapitate them, you know, separate the brain from the body. That's a big one oh, for a lot of things. Okay. Um, <clears throat> or they burn them. Oh. And speaking of that, they would do that. Um, well into the 19th century. Are you serious? That's that's what the internet said. That's I'm not. Shit. Yeah. And a great example of this is in Mercy Brown's case. Oh, no. This poor lady from the 1800s is a fellow New England girl <laughs> um, from Exeter, Rhode Island. And she's the daughter of a farmer named George Brown. Who lost many members of his family to tuberculosis. It was hot at that Mercy time. included. But the townsfolk were like, <laughs> oh, ho, ho, Mercy's a perfect scapegoat mm. for vampirism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because people can't just die of tuberculosis. No. It's because they're a vampire. Right. And she cursed her family to and that that's why they all died with her around the same time. Tell me the crops went. <laughs> Without telling oh God, me. Please. <laughs> you know, it's not like tuberculosis was a highly contagious respiratory disease. Right. No. It still is, Sounds actually. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so she was used as a scapegoat. And basically what they did was they exhumed her body once they decided she was going to be the scapegoat. They exhumed her? They exhumed her poor little body. And because it wasn't frozen or it wasn't decayed. Mm-hmm. That she was a vampire. It was confirmed that she was a vampire because her body didn't decay after she died. She died in winter in New England. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know how much you a body would normally decay. Yeah. Like, we in don't have the not stats, winter. Um, they definitely have this at somewhere because yes. they do, like, body farms and shit, which is really interesting. We should talk about we that at some point, too. We should talk about that at some point. 
<clears throat> anyway, so yeah, you're not going to decay if it's below freezing. Anyway, but that didn't matter. They were like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to cut out Mercy's heart. We're going to burn it. We're going to give it to her sick brother. And that will cure him and keep him from being a vampire. But what it really did was just contribute to his death. Because <laughs> you, you, like, really shouldn't be eating human remains. Like, dead human remains, like, months yeah. after. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. A so. plus detective work, folks. <laughs> so that's kind of brings us up to a more current state of events. Um, there are still people walking around who think they're vampires today. That's okay. I really, so I really want to approach this part of it with like compassion and thoughtfulness because everyone's different, you know, to each their own, but there are people out there who, um, call themselves vampires or identify as vampires. Right. And um, they do drink human blood from a willing donor. And they also, like, drink people's psychic energy. Okay. Isn't that, like, a succubus thing? Oh, I didn't think that. I wonder. I'm not really sure how that works, though. Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah, it was very brief. Like I said, this is, like, we're just scraping the absolute surface yes right that's important um it's just and like especially with the energy thing it's like but you're just like humans need interaction with other people like that no matter how introverted you are like you're driven to want to yeah we're a social creature yeah I think genetically predisposed to do that yeah, yeah exactly and like the whole thing on the article I read was like they report feeling like depressed and listless if they don't drink human blood or psychic energy. <clears throat> and like the psychic energy part for me, I'm just like, okay, well then go hang out with your friends. Yeah, like do a coven or something. I don't know. Do yeah. Vampires have to be lone wolves. They do have, no, they have like vampire okay. houses <gasps> and like. I want to go. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I think I it's don't like think a I donate blood. It's like a closed thing. I yeah, think. I think that probably. Needs so it's just different. It's not for it's us. Just different. That's okay. Um, like it's I like said, furries, furries. Yeah, it's like not my jam, but like it's a very real um, thing that yeah. people in contemporary times do and get get a lot of got a, get a lot out of it. Yeah. So, so yeah. you know, you as long as every all the participants are willing, that amen. Sister. You know, that's what that's what matters here. Um. You know, not for me. I do want to approach this with some compassion. Yeah, of course. But, um, yeah, I just – that's where we are. So that's kind of like the timeline um, of vampires in our culture. Outline. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, did you have anything to add? I feel like I talked so much. Oh, no. We both <laughs> talked quite a bit. That's like the point of the podcast, though, right? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I, I – too was only able to scratch the surface research wise so a couple of other things i'll just add that i came across um there's like question as to how in in what ways you can become a vampire so obviously the most common <laughs> that reminds me of whatever when i first googled vampires oh yeah like when i first like sit down to research a podcast 
topic. I just literally type in just the topic just to see what comes up. So I had Googled vampires and like the first three things that came up that was like (laughs) recommended or people also asked were (laughs) (laughs) apparently so do other people. Who is the first vampire? Mm. Where can I find vampires? Is it possible to become a vampire? And all I can picture is because I was a twihard back in the early odds was just like some little preteen girl being like, I want to be a real vampire. What do I need to do? Bruh. Like, yeah, I did. How many to show up in the top three of the people also Google. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. That's a lot. I'm kind of surprised that one came up as an autofill. Is it possible? But not shocked because, like, they just okay. You know what it is? They're real boring. They make vampires seem very sexy. They do. They just yeah. do it. They make they that's like the monster with sex appeal somehow. You're right. There's You're no right. like sultry looking mummies trying to like lure you into a pyramid or <laughs> or zombies or like, like swamp creatures look at my yeah nice check out this legs. leg they're decaying but oh, wow, they're wow. there yeah vampires they just they did hollywood and mm. media did a really good job of sexualizing them so in yeah. my head they're like oh my god they're so sexy i'm so into it if they're i'm so into it i googled like best vampire movies and I shit you not, I watched a movie that was probably two and a half hours long recently, and it's called The Only Lovers Left Alive, and it stars Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton Oh, wow. as, like, centuries-old lover vampires. And spoiler alert for the movie, spoiler alert for Only Lovers Left Alive, okay, giving so, you fair warning. So leave now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the movie is about nothing. They're not attacking people. They're not, they're just, so Tom Hiddleston is a usually shirtless emo guy with like, Mm. like the flip hair and like, he collects (laughs) like instruments and he's like this incredible musician and he like outputs his music under a pseudonym, like Like he lives in Detroit. And then his lover, Tilda Swinton is living in some foreign country, somewhere in Asia, I forget the name of it. And just like living it up, being a, fucking like silky ass ghost looking motherfucker with her like white hair and white skin and it's just beautiful and tom hiddleston's character becomes suicidal so i guess yeah content warning for suicide but it doesn't happen but he it demonstrates that he is feeling that way like he's clearly very depressed so she like goes to him and they like spend time in detroit together where he's living and they pass jack's jack white's childhood home (laughs) And because of course, yes. like one of my main celebrity crushes. Yep. So they oh man, all rolled up all into one for you. Like, thank you, Google. You really delivered on this for me. Um, yeah. So they like pass his childhood home, and uh, Tom Hiddleston points it out, and she he's like, yeah, that's uh, Jack White's childhood home. And Tilda Swinton's like, it's a shame he wouldn't let us turn him. Because it's like, of course, Jack White would be a good oh, God. vampire. Of course. He already so looks like one. I, I'm obsessed with vampires. I think they're very sexy. Come on. Take a bite. I hope they're that attractive in real life if they're real. I, I, you know what? Actually, it doesn't matter. I'm happily married and monogamous. So it, whatever. I'm not, you know. Anyway, um, we I love vampires. They're like one yeah. of the few like spooky creatures that I'm like, I kind of fucking hope they're real. <laughs> And of them all, I mean, I can't remember if we recorded this or not, 
but we were talking about it and you were like, I feel like of all of them, they have the most potential because they've just always been around. Yes. Because when we were researching, like, it goes back to ancient Greek times. That was a long fucking time ago. A very long time ago. And it might, I didn't dig super deep, but it might have been before that too. Yeah, I was reading, and we can get more into this later on or in another episode, but I was reading that theories about vampires pre, like, date into, like, ancient Mesopotamia, which is, like, they were the one of the first documented civilizations oh shit i learned about them in fourth grade my teacher i forget her name (laughs) she was a sweet old woman could have been a vampire herself very pale (laughs) and she had a lisp and so she would say ancient methopotamia (laughs) and the euphrates river and i just i loved it and it was so cute and i promise i'm not making fun she was just such a lovely old woman and i hope she's well but, um, yeah, what I was going to add to the research, aside from fangirling over <laughs> the potential of vampires, Jack White and Davy Havoc and Gerard Way, um, <laughs> there are different ways that are reported that you could become a vampire right. over the years. Yes, so there's yeah, yeah. So- obviously being bitten by one, yep. which like A+. Plus. The other is sorcery, committing suicide, contagion, or having a cat jump over a person's corpse, which, like, I why mean, is your cat in the autopsy room? But I digress. Well, maybe you die at home and your cat jumps over you. Well, like that doesn't bode well for me because yeah. Raja – or Noble, yeah. If you, Yeah. Yep. They would absolutely in a heartbeat. Biscuit would be, yeah, Biscuit would be like, oh my god, my mom's dead. I'm so sad. And Noble would just be like, I'm sad too, but like, I'm just jump over this bitch and like, (laughs) you're in my brain. Maybe I'll eat her. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. So, in addition to that, there was also the theory that if a baby was born with teeth, which fucking ow. What? If a baby was born with teeth, they they had a more likelihood. I don't know. Yeah, you should Google that. Okay. But. If they were born with teeth, they were more likely to become a vampire. Or if they were born on Christmas or between Christmas and Epiphany, which um, (laughs) Epiphany is a Christian holiday and it is on January 6th. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, January 6th. Um, So if you're born between Christmas and January 6th, which my mom's born January 5th. Mom, if you're a vampire, don't out yourself to me. I'll be uncomfortable. But Especially um, after all the conversation we just had. Yep, yep. But they were predisposed to becoming vampires. Um, I guess it's not unheard of. Yeah. And then popular ways to kill them are the stake through the heart. Classic. Fire. Shocking the heart. <laughs> oh, sorry. Decapitation. Exposure to sunlight. Um, I've... I what I read was that they're obviously repelled by water or sorry garlic and Christian implements such as crucifixes and holy water, but apparently they're also repelled by running water, which I had never heard. Um, yeah, yep. So there's just an, a myriad an, of ways, an endless you could amount of ways. One, but yeah, and apparently, so I did look up if it's safe to drink human blood, and the way this article starts out is so funny. It's from twenty. 20- 16, and it says, with such a high interest in vampires these days, side note, they're all over television, movies, and bookstore shelves. Many people may be wondering if humans really can survive as vampires. Um, 
I think you'd have an eye. You'd have too much iron. It says in very small amounts, say a few teaspoons. And if the yeah. blood is free from pathogens, Ugh. blood might not harm you. Might not. <laughs> like that's not enough for me to be like, I, th- I think I'll do it. I yeah, think no. I will drink some human blood. Um, it doesn't look tasty. But, oh, okay. Blood when drank is toxic. When it's confined to places where blood is supposed to be, such as the heart, vessels, and so on, it's essential for life. But when it's ingested, it's a very different story. Oh, shoot. Oh, these real vampires. That's sad. Oh, I hope they're okay. I hope they're okay. I mean, it sounds like they're not if they're feeling depressed and fatigued. It says, like you just said, because blood is so rich in iron Mm. and because the body has difficulty... excreting excess iron any animal that consumes blood regularly runs the risk of an iron overdose yeah i've heard that's a thing hemochromatosis liver damage build up in fluid in lungs dehydration low blood pressure and nervous disorders i think that's like nervous system yeah for sure um anyway so this information came from the very legitimate site of livescience.com um, but I feel like it, like, checks out. Yeah, I can't imagine that to be good for you. Yeah, I mean, liver failure is no joke, kids. I mean. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah. So, Never I feel ours. like there's so much more I want to dive into, but I we're already at, like, a pretty long record time. <laughs> Yeah, we're nearing when our normal episodes are. Um, I feel like I need to. I like. I literally feel like I need to do almost like a book report with like, yeah, like really condensed. We didn't even talk about Elizabeth Bathory either. She who was like a huge like poster child potential. for vampirism. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this we're definitely gonna do a part two, guys. Um, while you're waiting for that. Some books to check out mm. because we love a good vampire book. I'm not going to recommend Twilight. It's been around. <laughs> I'll um, recommend Twilight. You should at least watch the movies and just fangirl over Robert And Benson. if you do, probably donate to the reservation that Stephanie Meyer rips off. Shit. Yeah, it's a whole thing. <gasps> no. Okay, yeah. I take that back. I was being cheeky. What happened? Okay, we can talk about it after. But yes. yeah, no, don't do that. Listen we'll, to Sam. Yeah, we'll put information in the show notes. Um if you do want to read Twilight, take it out from your library or, like, see if you can buy it used. Let's not give Stephanie Meyer any more money. Um, yeah. Or you could read um, Interview with a Vampire. Right. Oh, yes. That's right. We were, nice. doing, we were doing books. other vampire book reviews. Yes, yes, yes. Our favorite, our main man, Grady Hendrix, <laughs> wrote – I've probably talked about this book a million times on this podcast. I know I've reviewed it already – but you should read the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. It is so good. I'm only a few pages in, but it already seems really promising. It's so good. I can't wait for you to finish it. There's that. There's also a really cute graphic novel Aww. called Fangs. Um, and it's by the same girl who does Sarah Scribbles. Oh, cute. So goddamn cute. It's a love story between a vampire and a werewolf and Aww. how they, like, work through their, like, the their differences in species and oh, when I tell you I cry <laughs> I don't cry a lot but I feel like I'm talking about crying a lot today 
Very um, specific <laughs> things. Yeah. Anyway, so cute. Um, I got my copy at Barnes and Nobles, and I don't know if it was like a special edition copy, but it's like a cloth bound book <gasps> with wow. like black sprayed edges, Ooh. and the cloth is red. It's gorgeous. Like I will post a picture of it on our Instagram when the time comes. Go read that graphic novel. It's so cute. Yeah. It's it so cute. Really cute. I'll let you borrow it next time I come Yeah, over. that sounds good. I know. I got to finish the vampire slaying book. Yeah. So but good. There are a lot of books. There are also a lot of movies. That... Recommend your favorite movies. Okay. Because I don't so watch as many movies. I'm more, I read your more. Your book. Yeah, I'm a movie. I... <laughs> your book. I'm a movie. <laughs> I love that. So... If you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that they're my favorite vampire movies, but I'll list some of the ones I've watched and that might be entertaining for our listeners to take a gander at. Um, So (laughs) one of the first vampire movies I remember watching as a kid was A Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie Murphy. It came out in the 90s, real questionable content. I couldn't tell you what the movie's about, but I do know it scared me. So Eddie Murphy can be scary, apparently. So Vampire in Brooklyn, I I think is the whole name of it. I've um, literally have never heard of it. Really? really? You gotta look it up. It's it's ridiculous looking. Okay. So there's that one. Um, I watched Interview with a Vampire um, very early on. Kirsten Dunst plays a little baby vampire. She's like oh. a child. It's from the 90s. Wow. I think it's the 90s. Probably. Um, so that one's really good. What We Do in the Shadows. That sounds familiar, oh, but I just so not watched it. freaking good. Jemaine Clement from... Um, Flight of the Concords is in it. So it was a movie and then they made it into an FX series, which is equally hilarious. And maybe that's season's why I've coming out heard soon. of it. Man, I have a laundry list of things to watch. I watched <laughs> a lot of things. It's probably not good for my eyeballs, but I do. But it's good for your brain. Yep. And then probably. there was uh, Dark Shadows was around in the 60s as a TV show, I think. And then that was remade. Yep. That was remade into a movie with Johnny Depp years ago naturally yeah <laughs> god he's another one i love um looks wise and <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear <laughs> yeah um there's the vampire diaries which is garbage soap television that i got my husband into so shout out ryan you have just been outed as a vampire diaries fan um you're a real mvp though really if you good. can make someone into that show <laughs> I've Thank never you. watched it, but well, I, I'm not. I've never been drawn to. I did watch True Blood for a while. True, duh, fucking duh. How have I not said True Blood yeah, oh yet? Oh man, it's a good show. That was a state. I never finished it, but I mean that's not surprising <laughs> to anybody. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and then Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, classic. I've never really watched that. Either. <laughs> I live under a rock. Oh. You read a lot. You read I a do. lot. It's good. Yeah. I distinctly remember. So I've not watched all of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, I have an antidote after. Makes me bad. A bad emo kid. But <laughs> um, I had this boyfriend in middle school and we always hung out in their basement and their brother. It was like their basement was split into two halves and their older brother was super cool and really, really nice and was a mm-hmm. huge fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I like, I've heard episodes of it from like hanging out on the other half of the basement. Right, yeah. But um, I haven't given it its full due attention. We which should. I, probably sh- I, yeah. I feel like we need to make a whole list of things to watch. Yeah. Ugh. So Man. yeah, that's a short list. There are definitely yeah. more. There's I've so many. I've watched a lot of vampires. 
stop oh my god it's a problem yeah speaking of buffy the vampire slayer um growing up in the neighborhood there was this girl who moved there and she didn't live there like super long but we hung out with her and i won't say her actual name but she introduced us as her like her normal name and then was like but you have to call me buffy i go by buffy like Aww. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and we did. I like we that. we literally didn't call her anything else. I love. That. Um, it was a weird time. I kind of love that though, because that's totally a thing. I remember trying to like conjure up nicknames for myself as a young human. Yeah, I did want to be called Rose. I was like, wouldn't it be so? Ooh, wouldn't it be so? How Titanic! So of you. manic pixie dream girl <laughs> of me to like change my name and have people call me Rose oh instead of God. Sam. Yeah, it didn't happen clearly. So, yeah, but. for as cool as a middle name as I have, I never tried to make that my nickname, which is ridiculous. To I'm me. surprised you didn't. It's a long name. It is. I'm it not going to lie to you. Name. I have a really hard time saying it. Evangeline. Evangeline. Yeah. But like when I think about it and I'm like, Evangeline, I have to think really hard about how to say it. <laughs> That's fair. It's a lot of freaking letters. It's a badass name, though. It's a badass name. It, it's something to do with God, though, which makes mm. me laugh a little bit because yeah. my myself nor my mother uh, are religious. <laughs> that's and my that's the real me, kicker. So <laughs> it really is. It sounds good, though. I'll take it. Right, right, right. So anyway, yeah, there's mm-hmm. um, there's a lot to do with vampires. Go keep yourself entertained while we work on part two. Yes. Part two. Please come back. Please clap. Super- <laughs> Please clap. <laughs> Please clap. Poor Jeb. Uh, not poor Jeb. Fuck him. Absolutely not. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we'll be back with another episode of more in-depth lore mm-hmm. and legend and, related like some to vampires. profiles on some people. That's right. Like, I really want to talk more about Elizabeth Bathory. You really are into her, which I appreciate. It's just, wow. I didn't, I didn't even know who she was until, like, you brought her up. And yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this woman? Quick wiki search. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah. Maybe she just needs her a lot she might she might we'll see yeah but um yeah that's it for this episode we hope you enjoyed it um thank you for sticking with us we hope you enjoyed it too um i think we had a lot of fun making it we had so much fun and i think it's just such a big topic so we're excited to dive into part two and uh thanks again guys we'll catch you later stay spooky is that what we say i think so stay strange Stay Stay strange. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Stay strange. Bye. Bye.